The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Bart Walker. Thank you, John. Good morning to you. Welcome in. And again, like all of our other shows, this is your program. We'd love to have you join us in conversation this morning. You're always welcome. And if you want to join us, the number to call, 615-893-1450. Just as we did in Swap and Shop, you can talk or text. So you can text your questions or you can call and talk with us. Either one, 615-893-1450. This is the day before Christmas Eve. And I know a lot of people have uh, probably some last-minute Christmas shopping to do. It'll all work out. Yeah, you'll be uh, a few days from now. It'll all just be a blur. 615-893-1450. Rob Mitchell is with us this morning. Rob is our property assessor. Rob, first of all, good morning to you. Good morning, Bart. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Good to have you with us today. And if people have questions for Rob, give us a shout. 615-893-1450. One of the first things that comes to mind is this has certainly been a, a different year. I mean, but we've seen prices on houses, the values of houses just go through the roof. If you have a house that's worth uh, 200000 uh, when you started, uh, it's, it's possibly worth three hundred to 400000 now. Uh, that's if you wanted to sell it. Right. But if you wanted to sell it, then you have to buy another one at a comparable price. So you're not going to come out uh, making uh, any money. No, you, you better have a place to move to before you put your house on the market because oh. the average time on market is, is less than... Uh, Less than a week now in Rutherford County. Uh, you certainly don't want to do that at no. Christmas time. <laughs> no, we we had uh, in my own personal neighborhood, a neighbor across the street. This was going to be their forever home. Uh, they they moved into their house uh, about two years before we did, and they said, "Well, they they moved down from from Michigan with their family. This is where they were going to stay forever. You know, perfect everything." Well, when the market started going crazy and they both retired, they sold and it bought good. a motor home and <laughs> they're touring they're touring the country oh, now. Okay. And uh, they they listed their house on uh, a Friday and they had an open house. They well they listed it on Friday, they had open house on Saturday. They took the bids on Sunday and they they accepted a bid for twenty thousand dollars over their asking price. Wow! On Monday, and that was it. So it was it was actually on the market four days before the, before they closed on it. Uh, I think they actually closed a week later. Somebody came in with with cash and bought the house for twenty thousand dollars more than asking, and and that is not unusual in Rutherford County. Uh, we uh, we. You guys have some numbers here. Um, growth in Rutherford County can't be ignored. I mean, that's that's pretty much the story nationwide, where the number Rutherford uh, 
Murfreesboro itself is the number one boom town in the United States. The whole I think, nation. Yeah. In the whole nation. Uh, the average sales price increase year over year is 22% over last year. Uh, we are growing, I'm sorry, we're growing by 2.25% a year in population. We have increased by 31.8% in population which t- since 2010. Uh, the increase in rent, because the people, if they can't afford to buy, they have to rent. The average year-over-year rent increase in Rutherford County is 16%. And that's not including the fees that you might have to pay. Um, if you're going to pay by credit card, there's sometimes fees associated with that. There are fees if you don't have renter's insurance that they may charge uh, to include you on their master policy in the event that the renter damages the property. So um, it's it's not uh, it's it's not inexpensive to to live anywhere in the mid state anymore. We have almost two million people living in the mid state. Uh, Census Bureau has us officially at one point nine million people in the Metro Nashville uh, GSA, which includes Williamson, Rutherford Davidson, Wilson, Sumner counties. So everybody wants to live here. Uh, <laughs> I think we all you know, see that. <laughs> it's you know so it, so it is a challenge. Um, the, Let me ask you this: with with the property values being high like they are and gone through the roof, surprisingly, and and that's good for people who want to sell their home and and maybe move into a. Mm-hmm. Uh, apartment complex or something like that. Uh, it's it's not always good if you want to sell your home and move to another home, That's because right. you're paying the same inflated price for the other home. But uh, what about if you're just going to stay? It is your forever home, right? And uh, what about taxes? Uh, will the taxes reflect? I, obviously, I guess they will. What what's that going to look like? Well. I had, uh, interesting you say. I had this. I had the conversation last weekend with some folks, and um, and, and they said, "Well, I know that 2022 is a revaluation year, and it is. We, in Rutherford County, for tax purposes, the property is brought to market once every four years. So, the value on your homes right now, if you go to our website." Uh, www.rcpatn.com the values that you see on your property were actually set in 2018 Uh, just do a quick google search of of your property address and see what the estimated market value is out there and that that'll give you a good indication of of where the values are going to go now the one thing to, to keep in mind is regardless of what value is placed on your property, it actually means nothing if the tax rate is zero. Right. <laughs> so so when, when in the community we need to provide certain infrastructure needs, schools for our citizens, public safety, those all come with a cost. So... When the county commission and the leadership in the cities and the county decide that that they're going to provide these services, it comes with an expense 
And what they do is they kind of work backwards. They'll take the expense and they'll say, what kind of tax rate do we have to charge on the value of property in order to pay for the things that our citizens want? So it's really uh, the property values are a component of the tax system, the property tax system. But the only real control that anyone has is on what we're spending. So if we spend less, your tax rate will be less. The value of the property is just what they base the rates on. Here's a, a text from a listener who's saying that it looks like uh, some of the property services that we are being offered by government are being cut back. Uh, one being the garbage pickup used to be free, and now they're charging so much per can, uh, which obviously it must have been figured into the uh, amount of the taxes originally, but it's being taken back now. And there's talk of other services being changed. What can you do about that? Uh, in my office, I'm an average citizen when it, when, it, when it comes to the services provided by the different cities. Uh, only one of the cities in, in Rutherford County offers trash pickup, and that's the city of Murfreesboro. And if it's it, – no, nothing is free. So if it's being provided without a broken-out fee to it, it was just included in your property tax rate. It, you just didn't know how much you were paying for it. So uh, w one could argue that you were paying for it in your property tax. We're going to break it out uh, so that you can see what the component is so that you can have a discussion about, okay, this is, this is the actual cost. It's not hidden anymore inside of the property tax rate. So that, that would be a discussion that, <clears throat> thank you for the caller to bring it in and give me a chance to, to speak about that. If you have a question on, on those type of things, it's really a good time to have those discussions directly with, with the, the leaders in your community about that, uh, about the services. Uh, I have those same conversations with them. And here's a person who said, could you give me your uh, address, your email address for us to contact you? and also that web address that you shared for us to look up our property on. Oh, absolutely. Um, my email address at the office is rmitchell at rutherfordcountytn.gov. And the website is www.rcp, as in Paul, a tn.com rcpatn.com and you can put in your address right on that and and what what do you see when you do that <clears throat> well what you'll you'll see a representation of the market card of uh, of the property record card don't put in too much information just put in uh, your your street number and your street name don't put road court just put that in and hit send, and it will pull up your record card. You'll be able to scroll down through there and, and see exactly. Uh, click on it, and then there, it's a tab section. We are working to update and improve that. The, the, our website was state-of-the-art 10 years ago when we redesigned it then. <laughs> um, we, we've gotten some funding from the county commission, and thank you very much, county commissioners, that are listening for, for that 
for that influx right there. The the property record card hopefully will have this out and available for everybody to view uh, before the the property assessment notices change notices go out in late April. So you'll be able to see it on our, the the new information on our new website by then. That's that's what our hope is. If we get it a little bit sooner, we'll we'll break it out and beta test it to try to get all the bugs out of it before we go live with it. So when those property uh, change notices go out, what what uh, do what are the people uh, who own property? What do they need to do? Well. That's statutorily, we have to notify you if we've done something to you. <laughs> so <laughs> so <clears throat> we'll mail those we'll mail those out. That's your your notification of uh, what we have for the square footage on your property and what we believe is the market value of your property. Call us if you think we've got the measurements wrong because what a lot of people don't realize, we don't we don't remeasure every property every four years. We review it. And if there doesn't appear to be any visual change, we have no notification from the property owner or the county or the cities that there's been a change to it. We assume that it's the same. And these cards, uh, some of these properties were sketched and put on 40 years ago. So it may, our, our best guess is if, if, if we've got it wrong, somebody will tell us. Uh, and we'll go out and we'll change it. We'll We'll remeasure the house. We'll take a look at it. Uh, you may have finished out a bonus room above a garage. We don't know that it's finished. Most people, unfortunately, don't call and tell us that they finished it out. <laughs> but so but they'll tell us when they go to sell it. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's livable space. Is that what it is? Right. It's that livable. Now, livable space will actually count toward the the value. But we'll, we'll sketch everything on it, and typically we will round down. Um, if if it's uh, twelve feet six inches on a wall, we we'll just mark it off at twelve feet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So it's a livable space. If somebody has a uh, a garage or a storage unit or whatever, uh, that's not counted, or is it counted? Well, no, it's it's counted. It's just counted at a different rate. Oh, okay. Livable, livable space is is valued at at a different rate per square foot than non-livable space. We still pick it up. An, an open back porch is it's still there. We we will still pick up the value. It just won't be at the same rate that we would for an enclosed porch mm-hmm. or a sunroom. Uh, here's a <clears throat> another text from a listener. This person says that they have uh, looked at uh, the different pages that that you have on your site and other sites. And they often use satellite pictures, which you can see the house and you can see the different parts of the house. Uh, do you ever use those for square footage? Looks like it would be a, a really accurate way to get square footage for a home. Uh, we do. <clears throat> that, that, this site is called Pictometry. And we do a flight every two years so that we can pick up changes. Um, and we do aerial review of the properties because we, there, there'll be parts on a large farm we couldn't get out there to see all the structures on it. But we can pick it up through pictometry. It's very accurate. It is accurate to within uh, two inches. Wow. <laughs> so we, we can zoom in. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm starting to get a little frog here. I apologize. Um, we, we can zoom in with that. Uh, we share that information with public safety. Um, the 
Rutherford County Sheriff's Office, Murfreesboro and Smyrna and Laverne Sheriff uh, and uh, fire offices and their their police. They actually use that in uh, setting their pre-planning. And if they, they have to go out to a location, especially Chief Lowry, uh, uh, Deputy Chief Lowry over at the Sheriff's Office, he says whenever they go out to serve a warrant, they will use our images and our website because you can you can do command off of that. You can there's a component to it that they can do staging, they can do public disaster. Uh, they utilized when they had the protests up on the square. They actually used our imagery and our website to do the planning for the big protests that were up there. They said without that, it would have been very difficult to to coordinate all the different units working together. So it's it's great. Uh, I think a, a lot of folks don't realize that most of the offices do work together. Uh, we're, we're, we're trying to break down the walls and the silos that everybody hears in government and in business that there are silos of information that folks don't share stuff. Rutherford County is really blessed because we do work very, very well with all the different units of government, and that's that's a more efficient use of our tax dollars. Now, as a person gets these uh, documents from you, uh, property change notices, you said that's going to be in April. When in April did you say? Or? Be toward the end of April. End of April. When they get those, do they have a certain period of time to respond? Uh, call us right away. Uh, when when you get those valuations out there, call us. We'll review the card with you, try to explain to you the process. Uh, if 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 you don't agree with us, that's that's fine. Um, we may not agree with us either, and if, if we don't, we'll change it because you know we, our our job is to get the right numbers, not not to not to try to inflate the numbers. We we're just a photographer of values just like shacklets and I, I love i love gloria and bill and tom over there the great folks we we just take it and show it as it is uh this is this is the reality this is what our community looks like value wise now if if there's part of it that's you say well you know that that's not exactly right there's there's something wrong with your picture bring it to us and if there is uh we'll change it if, if there's not and you still want to take it up there, uh, there's an appeal process with the Rutherford County uh, Board of Equalization. You can set an appointment with us, and you'll go before uh, members, citizens that are appointed. They're, they're, not, they're not hired. They're not agents of the county. They are citizens, average citizens, that will sit there and will listen to your appeal, and they'll make a decision. Uh, of whether or not they believe that you know you're right, or they believe that well no the assessor's office has it right, or they may say both of you have it wrong. We want to raise the values. <laughs> they have the authority to actually increase the values that they think both of us have messed it up. We have a, another uh, email from a, our text from a listener says, uh, with the housing market so very high now, people having issues with paying mortgage payments really hard sometimes to pay the mortgage payments and working with their mortgage holder. Does this encourage the mortgage companies to push harder to evict and resell the homes? If somebody's having a hard time of paying their mortgage, mm. mortgage is the mortgage company going to be 
uh, pushing harder now to say we got to get that or you move out because they want to get the property and resell it at the greater value? Well, that's an excellent question. I would sure hope that they wouldn't. Um, but but this is this is a crazy market right now. You know, if somebody if somebody's having those kind of difficulties making mortgage payments, uh, if if they are uh, if they're disabled or if they're elderly, the the communities at you know pretty much at large all have some type of program set up through the trustee's office, either senior tax freeze or tax relief for very low income folks that can provide some relief and if if you find yourself in a situation like that i would say please reach out to our our county trustee mr teb Beatty. he's a wonderful person and a wonderful undervalued resource for our community give him a call and see if his office can help or call my office you know i may not be able to help but i'm happy to look and try to find an answer for anybody that needs help our phone number is 615-893-1450, 615-893-1450. We're going to pause for just a moment, check on the traffic, weather, and we'll be back and continue the conversation. Our guest this morning, Rutherford County Property Assessor, Rob Mitchell. If you have a question for Rob, now's the time to either call us or text us, 615-893-1450. We'll be right back. Ready? Hi, this Ready? is Peter Demas with Demas's Family Restaurants. In December, Demas's will be here for 32 years. My parents started this restaurant. They wanted a place that was affordable, that people can come and be able to celebrate their special occasions or be with their family and we have strived to keep things the same as what they have created it. We encourage you to come and try Demas's Restaurant at 1115 Northwest Broad Street at Demas's Restaurants. In this season of giving, don't forget to give to your pet. Here at Animal City, we would love to help you with your pet needs. Your small animals might prefer a larger living space, your reptiles might like some new decor, and your other pets might like some new toys to keep them entertained. Right now, all of our Animal City departments are overflowing with new and exciting toys. Dog toys, bird toys, cat toys, we have them all. This is Amanda from Animal City. Come do business with Animal City at 919 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. Hi, this is Becky Bookner, and I'm just so proud to talk about the veterans in our community and what an incredible gift they've given all of us, and that's our freedom and the right to live in this country, and we're so grateful to them for the sacrifices they've made. WGNS proudly salutes and remembers our U.S. veterans who have served our country. In this salute, we talk to a veteran who served in the Marines. Andrew Farr, Marine Combat Veteran. I was born in Nashville, grew up in uh, New Hampshire, uh, went to boarding school, went to college, and then uh, enlisted in the Marine Corps. Did four years, three combat tours, and then got out in 2008. A combat veteran is not an easy job. No, it wasn't when I was in. And not you, for the Vietnam vets, uh, not for Korea, World right. War One, World War Two. Those guys had it rough. And I, I did have it rough, but not as not as bad as those guys. Well, that's that's true. And I think it's because society is, as a whole is becoming more aware of what we're asking yes. of our military personnel. 
You said you did three tours. It, that was uncommon. In Back Vietnam. then. Vietnam, you did one tour, two tours. That was it. But now we have guys doing three, five, six. six. seven. I've known a guy who did eight tours. Uh, we did the Democratic vote in 05 okay. in Iraq. We were a part of that. 2006, eh, not so much humanitarian. Mm -hmm. uh, 2007, definitely humanitarian. We actually helped out Bangladesh in 07 when they had that micro tornado. We gave them food and water and, and uh, helped them uh, recover bodies from the mess. I think that our foreign policy in particular is asking a lot of the men and women yes, sir, in this country. I agree. Andrew Farr, Marine combat veteran. I'm Stephen Reynolds, the man in the middle. This has been a salute to veterans on WGNS Radio. Restoration One of Middle Tennessee. A team of experts and immediate responders who help homeowners after disaster strikes. After disaster strikes. Fire, water, or storm damage. We can help you get your life back to normal quickly. Restoration One Middle Tennessee.com. Locally and veteran owned. Good morning. Traffic's heavy, but it's still moving on. 24 out through the Hickory Hollow area as you head towards Nashville. Coming out of uh, Coffee County this morning through Rutherford County, lots of radar is scattered up and down I-24 this morning. Gatlinburg Wine Cellar is home of the world-famous cotton candy wine. Log on today, GatlinburgWineCellar.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We'll see mostly sunny skies this afternoon, high in the upper 50s. Southwest winds at 10 to 15 miles per hour, gusting as high as 20. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 27. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Did you know we specialize in commercial and fleet business? We're equipped to handle all of your company's automotive needs. Download our Tire World app today for free oil changes and electronic coupons. Come by today for all of your automotive needs. Online at tireworld.us. Merry Christmas from all of us at News Radio WGNS. 27? Is that, wow. I, that's, that's nippy. <laughs> it's, that's pretty nippy out there. What's the weather supposed to be like on Christmas Day? Christmas Day. I, it's it's going to be warmer. In fact, I think 70 maybe? Yeah, I think so, yeah. <laughs> Today, though, it's 27 right now, but it's supposed to get on up to around 50 as the day progresses. So this is true Tennessee weather. Oh, sure. It's, it's back to that, uh, if you don't like it, one minute, stick around. <laughs> It'll be something different. Uh, high today is going to be about 58. That's that's good. Close, close to 60 and sunny. Uh, and then Christmas Day, 71. Oh, that's convertible weather. <laughs> yeah, we'll be outside in swimsuits by then. <laughs> Rob Mitchell is our guest this morning. Uh, if you have a question for Rob, 615-893-1450. Rob is the property assessor here in Rutherford County. Are other places in the nation, because uh, I know you, you probably keep in touch with property assessors everywhere, are they seeing the same challenges that you see? Are they seeing increasing property values the way you're seeing them uh major markets are there the, the the south all across the south people are moving to better climates the ability to work remotely uh, uh covid actually helped that and that you know people were moving out of this, so we don't have to have people in these large urban areas they can they can dial it in. They can phone it in. So 
They said, well, you, can, you can work from home. And people said, say, well, you know, if I can work from home and it doesn't really matter where I live, I'm going to move from California. I'm going to move from the cold northeast. And move I'm to the move sunny south. south. Where it's uh, twenty-seven yeah. degrees. Well, uh, I'm going to move <laughs> south, where the weather, where the the taxes are better, oh, where yeah. the people are friendlier, where the where there is no state income tax, and I, I'm going to take my money. I'm going to buy a much larger house than I had with some land, and have some money left over and buy a motorhome, and I'm going to work, you know, in my shorts, from from my bedroom. Or from my kitchen, or from my living room, and and that's what they're doing. So the demand for the demand for real estate all across the South is tremendously high. And that's I don't know if you saw the article that was in the Washington Post, but uh, the Mid State is ground zero for what uh, is being called greenlining, uh, which is similar to redlining, uh, which is illegal to do. And that was done when bankers and uh, well, what is in, insurance agents would say, well, we're not going to make a loan or sell insurance to people in, in this community. And they would actually take a map and draw a red line around it and say, don't do a loan in this area. Don't write any insurance in this area. And it was, it was typically poor uh, uh, minority neighborhoods that were targeted. Well, greenlining is a little different. They've targeted certain communities and Rutherford County has to happens to be one of them that real estate investment trusts have have determined this area right here let's draw a green line around it this is where we can make money they started in 2008 coming in and buying undervalued properties and then turning them into rental properties and so they have bought in Rutherford County 10% of our single-family residential dwellings are owned by outside corporations. Wow. Uh, and this, this is uh, been working with Dr. Ken Chilton at uh, Tennessee State University, uh, doing some investigative work with this, and, and he's working with the, um, uh, the Washington Post on doing a, a nationwide expose on the residential uh, real estate investment trusts and uh, what came out of it is that uh, the mid-state the Nashville market is the fifth least affordable based on family income market in the United States and that includes the 1.9 million people that live in the Nashville and the surrounding donut counties we are the most affordable of those <laughs> so we're the most affordable of the high, one of the highest demand, the, the second or third best real estate market in the nation where people say they want to invest, where real estate investment trusts say we want to buy these properties because everybody's moving here. And if they can't buy, they'll have to rent. And if we own the property, they'll have to rent from us. So if you, my favorite Christmas movie, sorry for the diehard fans, my favorite Christmas movie is It's a Wonderful Life. Ah, yeah. And the real estate investment trusts are basically Mr. Potter. They, want every, they don't want anyone to own their own homes and build generational wealth so that they can pass those on to their families. And, uh, you know, they want everybody to remain renters and to pay rent and to pay the rent to them. So... And, and there's nothing wrong with that, but this is, you know, when it's too much of anything is, is not really good. 
I mean, our nation was founded on the the ability of the average person to own property and build generational wealth. That's why they left Europe. That's why they left, uh, you know, the the Far East. Because in, in a lot of these countries, only the wealthy families owned the land, and you had to rent from them. The only opportunity they had to break that cycle was to come to a new world and to have an opportunity to own their own land and to build generational wealth and to pass that on to their heirs. And the real danger with this is we have foreign investors putting money through offshore banks into these real estate investment trusts, and we have those uh, offshore landlords, the uh, that have tons of money, they're finding a way to buy the land so that they can set a whole new generation uh, of serfs, and that's dangerous. Oh, yeah. Rob, we have another text from a listener, and this one says, a good while back when all of these uh, inflated prices started coming in, one of the fingers uh, of pointing went out to uh, the fact that there was uh, very difficult to get enough supplies to build a home. So the house prices went up because there was not enough lumber, not enough uh, workers, not enough anything to build a home. It's been said now that the property uh, prices uh, for lumber and things of that sort have gone back almost to normal. Is that going to bring the prices back to what they are, or do you see them just staying at the high level? Uh, that I didn't realize that the uh, the construction materials would come down. That's that's a good sign. That's a positive sign for stabilization of the market. Demand for inventory is is the primary driver. Uh, it takes a while for lots to be developed. And that uh, it takes anywhere through the planning process of going through planning and codes, uh, paying the fees that they have to pay, uh, the impact fees. It it may take 18 months to go through the approval process before they can get a permitted lot to build on. Uh, so that that lag time right there is what creates scarcity in the market. And right now we still are probably two to three thousand uh, homes under what current market demand is. We we need we need to find a way to create uh, affordable opportunities for for people to own their homes. Uh, one of the things that I think that would be helpful if our community would look at look at is. Uh, I'm an advocate for tiny homes, not not the terribly, terribly tiny homes, but what in World War II were the, the cottages, where the homes were maybe 800 square feet, two bedrooms, one bath, uh, a living kitchen, something that would give somebody a roof over their house and would allow them to build some type of, of ownership. We can do that. We can do something similar to that. Again, un- unfortunately, we, we tend to get stuck with uh, the building codes that our communities have adopted that uh, place certain restrictions on what you can build, where you can build it, and that's a good thing. 
but I believe that having a pertinent structures in your backyard, uh, the the granny cottages where you might have an elderly relative live on your own property and be able to build something affordably without making it too difficult uh, going through the, the zoning and planning process. Uh, in in Murfreesboro, if you, you have to, it's not permitted to put a kitchen uh, inside of an appurtenant structure. You can, you can build a little structure on your property if you get zoning waivers with it, but you're not allowed to have two kitchens in most areas without uh, without some some pretty big waivers. So we we need to look at, at different things like that. It'd be nice to give Granny a stove so that she could she could make a bowl of soup rather than having to come into the house uh, or try to do something with with a microwave. So we need to do a better job. We need to be more creative with what we're looking at as far as options for uh, some greater density on the existing properties and i think we can do it we just we just have to come up with a a blueprint on on getting there and and thank the caller for for texting in and please send me an email if you have any questions um i hope bart will have it on the website or something after this on how to get in touch with me let me mention this too we have a text here from a listener who says they're glad you brought up the size of homes and we uh, are agreement with you that 800 to 1,000 feet is a, a good size home for most families. If we go back to the early years, they only had one car. Uh, so the one car garage was all they needed. With today's young people, many of them are choosing no cars and using public transportation and living downtown where they walk to work. Do you foresee the time coming where we will be going back to what life was more like in the 50s and maybe early 60s. Oh, Interesting. I'd love that. Question. I'd love that. That's a, that's, a, that's a thank you, whoever sent that in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> everybody's looking for Mayberry. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's there's a particular point in time that we're all, uh, we, we all long for, we, we long for the feeling of uh, a time when people cared more about one another uh they were more part of a community you, you took care of your neighbor uh, transportation issues uh we have to do a better job at, at addressing what those are and we have to come to some you know nobody's ever going to agree about everything i mean we have to get past that i know there's been a lot of money everybody wants to talk about fixing the problems getting into davidson county on i-24 or I-65, uh, they have, uh, you know, Oracle computers coming into Davidson County and spending you know, billions of dollars to get there. It, that's that's going to change the complexion of, of the mid-state tremendously. Our infrastructure doesn't have the capacity currently to handle that. We I believe we, we're going to have to start thinking of... of geographic locations where we can we can have what we need in a closer proximity in a way to get there without having to get in their cars and clog the streets surely public transportation is going to have to be some form of that and and we're not going to agree on what it's going to be so if if we look for 100 percent consensus we're never going to get there i don't believe but we have to believe that everybody it, you know, if we if we can get past the finger pointing, and I'm 
you know, I don't want to get up on a stump, but that, that's what it is. We, we have to get past there. Everything comes with a cost. There's an opportunity cost associated with keeping things the same. There's, there's a loss of opportunity cost of, of not moving forward. But we really need to have a discussion on what we want our, our community to be and what we're willing to pay for it. Here's an interesting question from a listener who's listening to us, obviously, on the Internet this morning. Uh, they're listening in Chicago, and they said that uh, you're talking about 1,000-foot, uh, square-foot, 1,000-square-foot homes uh, with no garage uh, being affordable. Here in Chicago, that's an apartment, and those are four hundred dollars to $500,000. Uh, do you see that happening across the nation? Uh, and interesting they say this because uh, so many people are looking at moving downtown here in Murfreesboro. Do you foresee four hundred and five hundred thousand dollar prices on seven hundred square foot homes, a thousand square foot homes? Is it's, that what we have in store? <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting that you say that because the 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 uh, uh, the, the old Methodist Church. That's kind of the condos that they're putting in there. Those are some that of the target. Those, okay. those are the target ranges on them. You know, so so it's here. <laughs> it's it's coming. Uh, and God bless you up in Chicago. My my grandmother and grandfather and and my aunt and uncle lived in uh, Dundee and Carpentersville. So I know it's cold up there. So thank you for listening. And it's cold uh, here too. It's it's cold here today. I don't. But we don't have we don't have the wind that they have in Chicago. Right. Good morning. You're on WGNS. How are you today? Hello? Yeah, is this Bart? It is. How are hey, you? Hey, Lisa Halliburton. How are you? I'm doing good, Lisa. You're on the radio. Oh, I am. Well, Merry Christmas to everybody. Merry Christmas to you, Merry Lisa. Merry Christmas, Lisa. Thank uh, you. Thank you. That's our property assessor talking with you. Oh, well, hello. Well, I knew you wanted to call and just wish everybody a Merry Christmas. Yeah. What are the hours going to be at Bell Jewelers? Uh, we open at 10 this morning, and we'll be here till 7, and then tomorrow from 10 until 4 p.m. So Very good. And still plenty of Christmas gifts. Perfect we do. Lots of last-minute stocking stuffers. Fantastic. Well, I tell you, let me call you back when we get off the air. But okay. I wanted people to uh, know your hours and, and have an opportunity to shop at the oldest retail business in Rutherford County. Yes, thank you. We're very blessed. Merry Christmas to all and Happy New Year. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas, Lisa. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. That's what's great about this community. Wonderful people. Well, I know she's working hard today because I was in a past life. I was in the jewelry business for 15 oh, years. This is so busy I know, Lisa, I know what it's like to work on Christmas Eve and, and the day before Christmas. This last <laughs> week has been blistering for you, so God bless you. Good morning. You're on WGNS with Rob uh, Mitchell. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to you. Oh, uh, what is he talking about? Those little houses they gonna build? <coughs> they gonna build in Murfreesboro? The the <coughs> the ones that are downtown. Is that what you're talking about? Up on the upper stories of the old First Methodist Church building? I don't know how much of that. How, how, how much money? Are there? How much? Well, those uh, those are expensive. How much are they? I think they're they're going to go for around four hundred thousand. Is what uh, we were told was going to be the target on them. Can't they build some else where people can board them? 
I, I think they they probably could, and I, I think there will be some. Uh, you know, speaking of this, I'm glad you brought this up. I have noticed a lot of uh, what what are called the smaller homes, uh, which are in this category you're talking mm-hmm. about, that are uh, very energy efficient. I don't know what they sell for, but uh, if you had a piece of land, do you see people putting those on uh, land around Rutherford County? Uh, if if they can, depending on how they're constructed, um, you have park model RVs, which are, if you look at a, a tiny house on wheels, those mm-hmm. those are technically park model RVs. In Tennessee state law, only allows you to live in those six months out of the year. Oh, so see. they can't be permanent. That's that's why there there has to be some. And thank you, caller, for calling. I believe that we do need to do a better job, uh, and a lot of it comes with the laws that are written, and, and the laws that are written in the codes are to protect people. So, and I understand that. But there has to be a way. We've got some awfully smart folks in this community. And we, we do, I believe, have uh, members of the General Assembly that, that have a heart for helping. We just need to get all of these folks together and say, look, th- this is an issue. The price of land is, is the single most fixed component uh, of building. And, and you start with where are you going to build, how much is it going to cost for the land? That's that's your first expense. Then you have everything else that adds on top of it. If we can get, if we can get the land, just similar to what they did with uh, Habitat for Humanity, with with buying the property and putting the things out there, getting a good price on that, and creating an opportunity for folks, uh, I think we can do it. But it's going to take everybody just deciding that. This is something that we can do for our community. This is something that, that we can build. I believe one day we, we'll, we'll have communities for, uh, you know, baby boomers that are, we're not going to live in our houses, like you said, Bart. We, we want to move into something. We don't need a larger house because our kids are gone. We're empty nesters. We may need a place to keep our stuff that we've become addicted to and can't get rid of. Mm-hmm. And that's why we've got all these storage units going up everywhere. Uh, houses are getting smaller, but people don't get rid of their stuff, so you put them in a storage unit. But we really do have to We have to figure out how we're going to live and, and what our community is going to be. If uh, They call them pocket neighborhoods in some parts of the country where they have uh, centralized green areas with like a community lawn out front, uh, a centralized parking spot, and then everybody looks out onto a green spot and they, they interact and they talk with their neighbors. You can have your own little garden and everybody takes care of everybody. Those And those can be done in smaller groups, uh, a pocket neighborhood, a subdivision, which is what a subdivision is, but designed in such a way that it's got everything in it that you can your essential needs are there and i think we can do that but we just we just have to be creative and and we have to look beyond what we currently have and what we could and look more toward what we could have our general assembly by the way reconvenes in january we'll be telling you more about that and we've already scheduled all of our uh, Rutherford County delegation to be on the radio at the end of each month, the last Friday of each month, starting in January, 
those delegates that you have elected into office will be with us to update us on what's happening in the General Assembly. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Tina Fox at the Rutherford Farmers Co-op. Please come see us for all your gift needs. We have great car art clothing and our muck boots, and we have any kind of gift you would need for Christmas. Always don't forget our gift department. The Co-op Farm and Home Center is located at 985 Middle Tennessee Boulevard, just off of South Church. Remember, you don't have to be a member to shop here. Come on by and say howdy to Tina Fox at the Co-op Farm and Home Center. It is your Christmas headquarters. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, capstarbank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. We're in the final segment of our program this morning, and we don't have time for any more calls or anything. But before Rob Mitchell leaves, let's sort of go over again uh, in the final minute what what people have in store for them. You're about to do some mailing. Sure. Uh, in April, uh, we'll be sending out the assessment change notices, which will give everybody an opportunity to look and see what they're the new values on their properties will be. Uh, Keep in mind that there will be a revenue neutral certified tax rate that will be calculated off of those values. So countywide, the revenue should be neutral based on the properties that were there last year, uh, what they were taxed at, properties that were there this year. Uh, So the rate for the counties and the cities should be revenue neutral. Uh, We'll the, the number to contact uh, my office is 615-898-7750. My email address is rmitchell at rutherfordcountytn.gov. And our website is rcpatn.com. Very good. Rob, thank you for joining us thank today. Thank you, Bart. Rob Mitchell, our property assessor here in Rutherford County, visiting with us, letting us know what is ahead for all of us. And for all of you, we wish you a Merry Christmas. Tomorrow at this time, we'll be playing Christmas music, and that'll help get us all into the Christmas spirit.